Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Is he talking trash? No, it's just Scott being Scott. It's time for Inez Says. And away we go. We welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it most everywhere you get your podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays to all. Hope you guys have a terrific holiday season coming up. All right, let's um let's get started today. You know, throughout this pandemic, we've seen a lot of good. We've seen a lot of good in this country and around the world during the pandemic. Heck, a prime example of that is this miraculous vaccine that we are seeing delivered all over the United States right now. When you think about a vaccine being developed, it typically takes at the very least five, sometimes 10, 11, 12 years. It really is one of the most amazing free market successes in history. That's what we're seeing right now. For this vaccine to take 10 months instead of 10 years is a miracle. It is. It is a miracle. So a tip of the cap today to companies like Pfizer, Moderna, and others for the incredible work that they've done. And I know begrudgingly to some of you, you have to give President Trump all the credit in the world here. This, to me, is the crowning achievement of his presidency. The man back in May stated that by the end of the year, he believed that we were going to have a vaccine. Yes, the media did what the media has done for four years of this guy's administration. They mocked him. They ridiculed him. They raked the guy over the coals. They said it was a pipe dream. But this is what leaders do. They ask, why not? Why not? Why can't we have a vaccine done before the end of this year? And thus, Operation Warp Speed was born. So as President Trump very likely leaves office on January 20th, Operation Warp Speed, if all goes as planned, should be one of the most incredible achievements in human history. And I think it should represent the best in government as well. In other words, lend support to the free market, okay, and get the hell out of the way. Get the hell out of the way. That's the role of government. The role of government is like a good referee in basketball or a good umpire in baseball. The good ones aren't even noticed. You don't even notice them out there. That should be the role of government. However, as we've seen throughout this pandemic, at times, while we've seen the best in people and the best in government, We've seen the worst in government as well and how it can overreach. Such is the case in several states, not the least of which is the great state of New York. Governor Andrew Cuomo. Not only, folks, not only is this guy one of the biggest jerks on the planet, he's also one of the most ineffective yet authoritarian governors in the country right now. This is the same guy who, by the way, while he was writing his award-winning book, American Crisis, Leadership Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic. As he was writing his book, he oversaw perhaps an absolute calamity in his state. And I say perhaps because we still don't know how many New York nursing home residents 
have died of COVID-19. Here we are over 10 months into the pandemic, four months after his health commissioner testified that he was hard at work counting nursing home deaths and Cuomo has not announced the grim total as of yet. Dude had time to write a highly acclaimed book. Highly acclaimed by whom? Hollywood, that's about it, and the media. But he has not had time to count the deaths at New York nursing homes? It's remarkable how he is allowed to get away with this. There are several outlets who have reported that the state of New York leads the nation by far in nursing home deaths, in part because of his decision early in the pandemic, an order on March 25th, rescinded in May, by the way, regarding patients leaving hospitals and going to nursing homes. Nursing homes felt pressure at the time to accept coronavirus patients from hospitals following that order on March 25th. Cuomo continues to deflect and bully because that's what he does. We still don't know how many people perished because of him. And now here he goes again. All right, earlier this week, Andrew Cuomo announced that indoor dining once again would close in New York City starting this past Monday, and he cited increased transmission and hospitalization rates. Government overreach? Absolutely. The worst of government? Absolutely. Especially considering that dining in New York City, okay, dining in New York City accounted for a whopping 1.43% of positive cases there in the city from September to November. 1.43%. Doesn't this dude know what happens when you shut down restaurants, when you shut down small businesses like he's doing? Do politicians like Andrew Cuomo realize what they're doing? We're seeing it now in New York and California and, frankly, a lot of Democrat-run states. This authoritarian rule is disgusting. And I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We have to be careful. But do I need government? Ten months into this thing, do I need government? To tell me how to social distance and to wash my hands and to wear a mask? No, I don't. Enough already. Do they realize how many good, hardworking people from the business owners who risked it all to the waiters, to the waitresses, to the cooks, to the busboys, do they know how many lives they're ruining? So Andrew Cuomo is government at its worst, in my opinion. And then there is the governor of the great state of Virginia, Ralph Northam. Old Ralphie boy, he of blackface and third semester abortion fame, right? Same guy. So earlier this week, he made a statement that has kind of gone under the radar, but it caught my eye and it should have caught the eye of the entire country. It should have put the entire nation on notice, especially people who are people of faith. Governor Northam made this statement, quote, The holidays are typically times of joy and community. We gather together. We celebrate our faith. We celebrate family. But this year... We need to think about what is truly the most important thing. Is it the worship or the building? To me, God is wherever you are. You don't have to sit in a church pew for God to hear your prayers, he says. The governor went on to say, worship is still worship. Now, the governor, as you probably can figure out by now, has no formal theological education or training. One only has to see his comments about abortion not too long ago to figure that one out. But here you have a secular governmental leader, all right, lecturing people of faith, people like me, on how to worship. It riled me up, and it also caught the attention of a person I believe now is the preeminent Christian voice of our American wilderness today, and that is Bishop Robert Barron. I've talked about Bishop Barron before on the Inez Says podcast. 
He's the founder of the Word on Fire Catholic Ministries, auxiliary bishop for the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. He, to me, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about the man and his Christian intellect, the way he communicates the faith. He, he's been such a huge influence on my life and a lot of lives out there of Christians around the world. So anyway, to know Bishop Barron is to know that this man is a beacon of positivity. He speaks out when necessary. And he found it necessary the other day after seeing these comments that I saw from Governor Northam there in Virginia. The bishop's statement is about three and a half minutes long. I want to play that statement in its entirety for you now on the Inez Says podcast. I want to talk to you about a recent statement by the governor of Virginia that I found really kind of troubling. But before I get into that, I want to just provide a a bit of background. You know, the churches from the beginning of the COVID crisis have been very much aware of the danger of this um, virus. We've been very cooperative, too, with the various uh, protocols you know, proposed by the government in terms of first shutting down our churches, then limiting them you know, inside, outside, different numbers. So I mean, we've gotten it. We've been very cooperative. But there's some of us, I, I'm really just speaking for myself here, but there's some of us, I think, who have been concerned about a certain overreach on the part of the state, a certain hyper- Uh, control of the worship life of the church. Well, this is the background for the statement that I I came across yesterday that I thought was a rather egregious example of this. I want to just read you a little bit of the statement. It's from Governor Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, and he's talking about limiting, you know, crowds at the churches. He said, this year we need to think about what is truly the most important thing. Is it the worship or is it the building? For me, God is wherever you are. You don't have to sit in the church pew for God to hear your prayers. So I call upon faith leaders to lead the way and set an example. Well, the first problem, of course, is this is a liturgical and sacramental theology, which is completely out of step with Catholicism. That's a very, I call it kind of secularized, Protestantized understanding of, of liturgy, that it's really a matter of sheer interiority. Things like gesture, liturgy, sacrament, church building, symbolism, don't matter. Well, of course, for us Catholics, they do indeed matter. Sitting in a pew, it's not just the pew, it means sitting in a community, which also matters very much for Catholics. So the first problem is, from a Catholic perspective, this is pretty bad, sacramental liturgical theology, but that's not my main problem. My main problem is this. Why is the governor of Virginia, a secular civic authority, lecturing us on the nature of worship? I mean, that's like none of the business, seems to me, of a, of a secular governor. And let me press a little bit further. A lot of us for a long time have worried that the secular state has been trying to push religion out of the public square. And sometimes you'll hear this language, like, yeah, freedom of religion means freedom of, of worship, that you can kind of do your own thing behind the walls of your churches, just don't come out in public. Well, that's bad enough. But then we have this move which looks like now we're invading the private space of your own worship. Here's a a secular governor instructing us on the nature of worship. Now, I know you might say, look, we're in the middle of COVID and we got to make adjustments and all that. But it just concerns me as someone who worries about the freedom of the church vis-a-vis a secular state that is becoming, I think, increasingly aggressive toward religious liberty, both in the public square and now And I worry about this with this crisis now in regard even to our own inner life, our life of worship. So I just send that out as a, it's a word of warning maybe to my co-religionists. 
I think we've got to be wary. We've got to be vigilant. We've got to be careful about a secular state becoming rather aggressive uh, toward us. So keep praying. Let's keep praying during this difficult time. Please, God, the COVID thing will be over with the vaccinations and so on. But in the meantime, I think we do have to remain vigilant. And God bless you. As usual, Bishop Robert Barron is right on the money. And he does it so much more diplomatically and eloquently than I ever will be able to. But I am who I am. Who in the world does Governor Ralph Northam think he is? The governor is telling Virginians how to worship. And that should have everybody concerned. Because this is not the first government overreach during this pandemic. This should be a concern of all people, but especially people of faith, Christians, for whom sacramental and communal worship, as the bishop said, is essential to the practice of their faith. And for us Catholics, faith is a participatory sport. I mean, you know us Catholics, right? We're sitting, we're kneeling, we're standing, we're sitting, we're kneeling, we're standing, right? I mean, going to church is more than just going to a building and sitting in a pew. Mass is, we believe, about heaven meeting earth in liturgy and the Eucharist. Mass is about being part of the mystical body of Christ. Mass is about being present in God. And Bishop Barron is right on the money. It's one thing for the state to ask or even insist or order that church leaders act to protect believers from harm or illness. You get that, okay? And most churches synagogues, mosques, most religious organizations have done just that during this pandemic. But it's a totally different thing for a secular, power-hungry politician like Ralph Northam to define what form of worship the state deems acceptable. No, no. To me, the statement is the height of arrogance and ignorance. And to my knowledge, we still, I mean, I, I don't know how much longer this will exist, but we still in this country have the freedom of religion. So this kind of stuff, this government overreach that we're seeing today from closing down restaurants to telling people of faith how to worship, it's dangerous, folks. It's dangerous. And it's dangerous because it puts us on a slippery slope toward tyranny. And that should concern every one of us here in America. All right, that's going to do it for the Inez Says Pod. Appreciate you being here. I will see you next time. spring is that you warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles meet the super light collection the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors these must-have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever plus they're comfy right out of the box that means more comfort and less baggage experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort visit allbirds.com and use code super 24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of 48 dollars or more that's a-l-l-b-i-r-d-s.com code super 24